0: Welcome to Talking Tech and Learning in District 205, your home for quick bite-sized tips to support learning activities in your classroom. Uh, Hi, everyone, I'd like to take a moment uh, to share a resource with you that I just uh, learned about from Megan Lee, uh, one of our teachers at Steele Elementary School here in Galesburg. Um, this is Teach Illinois. Uh, it is uh, through the ROE uh, in uh, near Waterloo, Illinois. And uh, they have a great website. Um, they offer some e-courses, uh, completely online courses for uh, license renewal. They do cost some money, of course. Um, they also have a great podcast called The Teacher's Classroom but I would also like to point you toward their partnership with the Strobel Education Group and the Hive Summit. Um, Strobel Education uh, has some great speakers. They're offering six free sessions. Uh, They are available now through August 3rd. Uh, They have some great names that are uh, doing some videos for you. Um, The Hive Summit is similar. It is Uh, A little more on the techie side of things, Uh, you will find, I think, nine uh, presenters, uh, Dave Burgess, uh, Matt Miller, Rick Wormelli, Michael Matera, uh, Sarah Jane Thomas, Tara Martin, uh, Rabbi Michael Cohen, who just gave uh, one of the keynotes at the ISTE uh, 2018 conference in Chicago, Uh, Joe Sanfilippo has uh, presented at the ICE conference several times, and Kerry Bachman. Uh, These are some great educators, some great leaders in ed tech, and uh, what they do is they just release one video a day uh, for you to watch in your jammies, uh, over a cup of coffee, Uh, and after you watch the whole video, uh, you'll receive a... Uh, certificate of completion. And if you uh, would like, you can get in contact with uh, Teach Illinois and they will convert your certificates of completion at Strobel Education Summit or at the Hive Summit uh, into PD credit hours for free. You can earn about 15 hours of PD credit by sitting in your jammies, uh, watching a video, getting motivated to start a new school year and do it all for free. The Strobel Education Summit has already started. The Hive Summit starts in August. Uh, Videos are available for a couple of weeks after uh, the summits end. So you can catch up if you can't get them all done uh, as they're released. Uh, And you can earn a lot of PD credits for license renewal completely free before school even starts this year. Thanks for listening. This is a quick tip to help you uh, organize your Google Drive. And uh, this will allow you to uh, use a keyboard shortcut to save a file in multiple locations. This is not creating a new copy of it. This is putting that file in two different locations at the same time. So let me show you what I'm talking about. Here is a tweet deck cheat sheet that I use for a, uh, a course that I teach. And I'm going to click on the file, and I'm going to hold down the Shift key and press Z on my keyboard. Now, currently, this lives up here at the top, My Drive Professional Development 1718 Twitter EDU. I want to leave this copy in this folder for students who have been there in the past, and I want to put it into a new folder for my 2018-2019 students. So, Shift-Z brings up this menu, and you can see it starts at the top level of your Drive, so, I am going to drill down. Yes, I have way too many folders. I am going to drill down into that same professional development. But I'm going to put this in the 2018 2019 Twitter EDU folder. And I'm going to add it here. And that's it. Here's the 1718. And if I go over here to professional development, 1819, Twitter, edu. The exact same file lives in two places at the same time. Hope that helps. Thanks for listening. Google Classroom is a great tool to help teachers organize and manage digitally enhanced classrooms. John Sowash, a blogger at The Electric Educator and author of The Chromebook Classroom, offers some great tips for you to consider when organizing your online digital learning environment. Uh, Some of those tips include uh, create a new class every year or every semester when your roster changes, uh, create a separate section for each period, create a unique environment for each subject at the elementary level, or at least use topics uh, in the new Google Classroom to uh, help organize your Uh, subjects. Break up year-long courses into semesters to help with organization. Uh, Avoid reusing courses. You can reuse the content from old archived courses, but don't just recycle the same environment over and over. Uh, And also include your grade, year, period, etc. in the course title to help you organize your drive folders and to help you access uh, content after you archive uh, those down the road. Uh, one item I learned from John's latest update, if you don't yet have access to the new Google Classroom tools, wait until you do. Uh, if you don't, your class will have to go through the whole semester and so on using the old Classroom interface, and you'll miss out on a lot of the newest features that are coming out in August uh, from Google. So I would encourage you to follow John's advice and wait until these new features become more widely available. Uh, you, can watch in, uh, you can watch or listen to all of John's tips uh, in a video that he just posted recently to YouTube. Um, I will provide a link to the YouTube video as well as to John's blog, The Electric Educator, and his website, The Chromebook Classroom. As district professional development coordinator, I get requests for duplicate evidence of completion forms all the time. I'd like to remind everyone it is the responsibility of the license holder to keep accurate records in a timely manner to maintain their own professional educator's license in Illinois. This includes keeping copies of your evidence of completion or EOC forms and to record uh, this professional development in your individual educator licensure information system or ELIS accounts. It is also the responsibility of the license holder to make sure that they sign in on the day of attendance at any professional development activity and submit an evaluation with a timely manner after the activity. Uh, I personally consider about four calendar weeks to be a timely manner because after that you've probably gone on to other things. You've forgotten about the PD and your evaluation won't mean as much. Now. I'm not going to reopen sign-in forms after an event ends. So if you forget to sign in, you're going to be out of luck. If your name or email address on the sign-in form cannot be connected with your name or email address on a corresponding evaluation for that same event, the Illinois State Board of Education does not allow me to issue PD credit to you. I will always provide our employees with digital copies of EOC forms via email using the phrase PD credit in the subject line. It is the responsibility of each license holder to correctly type your own email address on both the sign-in form and the evaluation form. If you cannot find a PD credit form, your first avenue for retrieval should always be to search your own email for a message containing the phrase PD credit from me. Uh, Make sure that you check both your work email and your personal email, as history has shown that these two are frequently confused by attendees at our professional development. If the EOC form still cannot be found after searching both your personal and your professional email accounts, then just call me at my desk. You can find it in the district directory, or you can email your request to me. Uh, Email is actually preferred as they are automatically time and date stamped, and I can copy and paste the information uh, into a, a search box. Um, Make sure that your request always includes four things. The first and last name you used on the sign-in form, the date and location of the event, your work or your personal email, or sometimes both, and your IEIN. Your request should be made by you, the license holder only. I will not accept third-party requests. Upon receiving your request, I will first open the responses to the sign-in form and search for the information you provide. If your information is not found on the sign-in form, I will not issue you PD credit. Next, uh, if I find your information on the sign-in form, I'll then go and reopen the responses to the evaluation form. If I didn't receive your information for some reason, I may choose to reopen the digital form for you to complete within a reasonable and negotiable time frame, uh, providing the request is made during the same school year as the event. If you, the license holder, have chosen to wait until after June 30th of the school year to update your records, I may not choose to reopen the form. Um, give me two weeks to respond to your request because from time to time, I do need to take a little time off. Um, but do keep track of these things and make sure you're putting things into LS in a timely manner. Again, it is the license holder's responsibility to maintain accurate records in a timely manner to maintain your own professional educator license. Don't wait until the last year of your renewal cycle to enter all your hours. It is your responsibility to keep secure and accurate records and update them on a regular and frequent basis to ensure that your professional educator's license does not lapse.